Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Now, Tommy Sheehan, who's an ex-Defence Forces member, is with us on the line because, Tommy, you lost a good friend and a colleague last week, Dennis Barry. Tell us a little bit about Dennis, Tommy. Um, good evening to you. Dennis is... Um, he done 40 years in the Irish Army. Right, Dennis did. And he'd done 13 trips overseas in different war zones and different places. A lot of the defence members would know, you know, know him as well. Now, Dennis passed away last week. Now, then they were having, they had it, he had his funeral, everything arranged because he had no one belonged to him. He had a wee outside family, as they call them. They were um, grand, they were goddaughters. Mm. And they'd done everything for him, you know, and looked after him when he got sick. And as I say, he passed away. He'd all his funeral arranged. And the thing, what we didn't know was that he said to the, to the people that was arranging, he was arranging the funeral and all that, that if the coffin was not allowed into the church with the tricolor on it, right? He was just to go to the grave. Go, it was being held in the in the funeral home. Mm. Always held. But the priest that done the funeral refused to leave it in. Now he didn't Dennis didn't cause any arguments or that. He just said, Look at have it in the funeral home and then take me straight to the grave and bury me. So because right? Dennis had a special request that he, he wanted to have his funeral mass and his, you know, in, in the local church yeah. and he wanted his coffin to be draped in the Irish draped. flag because of his length right. of service and the defence forces. And service, he, was yeah. a pro- he was a very proud army man, Tommy. He was indeed. Yeah. He was very, very proud and he... Loved the job he done, and as well as that, he um, like as I said, yeah, he done thirteen trips overseas, which was about seven years, you know, altogether eight mm-hmm. years overseas. Now, the man loved the flag. We all loved the flag. All soldiers loved the flag, the tricolor, and I mean. There's a few churches around that won't allow this to happen. Why, Tommy? I, I'm trying to find that out. Now, the bishops have left different things saying that the tricolour was to be left into the church on a military coffin. And apparently, some of these priests are not alone. It. So now, he, the most he the would have soldiers, been buried with full... Military honours, is, is that right? Was, yeah, yeah. Yes, he was buried with full military honours. Okay. Fair play, they made a great job of it. Yeah. The soldiers, they were from, the, I think, the 27th Battalion, and they made a great job of it. And there was a piper there as well, and he made a fantastic job of the whole lot. But that was the sad, sad thing about it, you know. That the tricolour, that the coffin, sorry, Tommy, that the coffin with the tricolour draped over it. So so you, you could bring the coffin out of the hearse and up to the, the doors of the church with the tricolour, but that once it went uh, inside into the chapel, 
the tricolour no. had to come off. Is that is that what the had to come off? Right. That's what the priest said. It has to come off and all that. Now a few years ago, this is what happened. There was another thousand died on the same locality, and his coffin was draped with the tricolour. They arrived at the church, not knowing this. When they got to the church, the priest stopped and he said, you have to take off the flag. Now, I know <clears throat> nearly certain that Dinny Barry and a few more went up to the bishop because he's living just above the church and asked the bishop about it. The bishop came down to the priest and told him to live in the coffin. So Dennis knew this, like, and he's wondering, he mm. says, look, I don't have any issue if it's the case that I don't want any issue with it. Now, the serious to say this about the priest, the priest then done all in their funeral home, the same priest. So he, so, so Dennis's coffin could have and his, you know, mm-hmm. extended family and friends could have um, the Irish flag over the coffin at the funeral home, but yeah. just not inside the church. Not inside the church. And no. we, I know it was Dennis himself and look, a difficult thing to do in terms of, you know, arranging your your own funeral, but he, yes. he had made yes, a special exactly. request, yeah, to have the Irish flag yeah. over his coffin because of his, his coffin, long yeah. service um, with the Defence Forces and, and he was told he couldn't and did you did you Tommy is I know you're a long-standing friend of of Dennis did you did you know or hear why he couldn't was there a reason as to I, why I, there's no one no one could tell me there was different reasons there were different reasons about um that there could there, there was that many things coming in on coffins like with with um, club members and with all this football and a lot of stuff on top of the coffin you know and this is where the priest was coming from. But like, as I said, the bishops of Ireland came out and said that it, a military man can have the, the coffin draped with the tricolour. <clears throat> I mean, the tricolour is the state. It is the country, the tricolour. And you, you, you represent the, the flag. No matter where you go, you bring it with you. <clears throat> Excuse me. It means a and lot to you, that. Tommy. It means a lot to any soldier, any soldier in any part of this country. And he'd hate to see the flag abused or at He'd give his life for it. All soldiers. The people don't see that. They're just eyes on their own soul. Is it bring th- the flag anywhere. Yeah. Well, it has a lot. It has a lot of meaning and significance, Tommy, for you, and and it did for Dennis as well, and for many yeah, other and, uh, members. Many, a lot of the other lads, like they came from all over to that funeral, mm. and outside, like you see their faces, and said, "No, he's not allowed into the church for doing it here." They went, you know, so they were upset, and they were, yeah, a lot of them were upset, you know. So I decided to take a challenge on and. See how far I get with it, you know, run with it. And I didn't hear only from the radio stations and newspapers, but like as far as I can tell, like the church never got back to me or anything about it. Mm. And there is letters going around. I tried to get my hand on one this morning from the bishops of Ireland saying that these 
coffin straight for the tricolour belonged to Irish military with the consent of the military hierarchy that can enter the church. Well, we've, yeah. well we've contacted the, the, the local parish as well and the, the diocese um, and even the, the, the diocese association here in Ireland too, you know, to see if we can get any clarity, Tommy, as well for you. But my understanding was that there had been comments made that, you know, in this case, had the, the you know, Dennis's coffin been allowed into the church with the tricolour that the, the priest felt that or the diocese felt it could be forced to allow the same for then non-military funerals, you know, including the funerals of paramilitaries. Funerals, I understand that, yeah. I understand, yeah. yeah that, but you hadn't been told been that said, yourself? I we, we haven't been told that, okay. you know. Okay, so, um, you know, like, I mean, I, I... But you see, this this is the thing, like, they can throw up what they like at the moment. This is an Irish soldier, or any soldier at that matter, Right? Like, I mean, uh, yesterday and the day before, a few soldiers came to me and they had talks with their family, right? That if they're not allowed into the church with the tricolour, they said, take us straight to the formers and they put that in writing. They have it in writing to their families from yesterday and the day before. But that's how much it and means. And I was told that this morning. Okay. Sorry? I said, that's how that's how much it means, Tommy, that's to you and your it, it former defence forces members. Yeah, yeah they want to be to have the tricolour, to have the tricolour, and that's what they said. They have it right. They put it right into their families, and said that's what I want. Okay. If I'm not allowed into the church with the tricolour. Take me straight to that from the home to that funeral home to that former. Yeah. Former Lieutenant you know. Colonel Michael Murphy, Tommy, is on the line mm-hmm. with us as well. Michael, I mean, have you ever come across this at other ex-Defence Force members' funerals, that they weren't allowed to have the tricolour draped over their coffin at their funeral mass? Have, uh, well, I was serving, certainly I didn't come across it, but I knew there were some controversies at certain stages during the Troubles. Um, but I thought that had been clarified by the hierarchy or by the Catholic Church to say that serving soldiers or, or members of the Defence Forces, um, tricolours were allowed on, in, on their coffins and going into the church. Um, because, But I think what's going on here is an example of just how soldiers are actually treated, not alone by the state, but by other people. Um, I'm not, uh, you know, soldiers, this man has served 40 years in the Defence Forces uh, under the flag, serving his flag, serving his country. And surely um, there should be some respect showed for that, shown for that, for the, for, for the service that he gave to the state. In, in fact, it's an example, you won't find this in most other countries. It's an example of how members of the Defence Forces are treated here. Well, particularly and for proud army people. Yes. Like I can yeah, imagine, yeah. Michael, for you as somebody in you know in in your position, um, previously in the defence forces, you know, I assume that you too would like to have the tricolour at your funeral mass. Yeah. Like, you know, you take a, uh, Dennis Barry served forty years in the in the defence force. That meant he served during the troubles. Yeah, he kept the state free from terrorism as much as they we could, and freedom from um. Troubles coming from Northern Ireland into the Republic. And served in the border I area. He, 
I would say he served many hours on the border like I did myself, out on the ground, protecting the state. And I'm sure the Catholic Church would not like to be saying that they're making an equivalence between members of a terrorist organisation and members of Oak Litton here. Father Paddy Byrne is on the line with us too, Michael. Father, look, I know that you're not in the, the diocese um, that we're talking about, but is it the case that, you know, a certain, that priests in, in any diocese can make the decision as to whether or not um, a deceased's coffin is allowed to have the tricolour draped over it at their funeral service? Um, good afternoon and sincere sympathy to Denise's family and his former colleague, Tommy, there listening. Um, I suppose we have a responsibility as priests in terms of my experience, particularly at vulnerable moments of people's lives like Dinny's, is to honour and respect their dignity, their memory. And in the case of Dinny, like, you know, I think it's well said there by the um, officer who has uh, spoken about our attitude towards military and the fundamental safeguarding that they have given this republic and indeed as a democracy 14 active services to bring peace and maintain peace often in the search Mm. for the values that we stand for. Uh, My understanding when it comes to military ex-servicemen like Dini is that you know I think they're marvellous people full stop but I think we as church have a responsibility to afford every sense of the essence of the contribution that they have made. And I think, you know, in fairness, I'm not part of the pastoral reality where that gentleman is from. But in my experience, um, definitely, uh, my understanding is that that is official policy, that for uh, a citizen who has contributed to safeguarding peace and maintaining the law and order of the state, like the army, uh, people, men and women, that they are afforded with that uh, very, and I think I hear Tommy passionately speaking about the dignity of the Irish flag, the integrity that it holds, that it's not as some sort of a, you know, it's a statement that is conferred with honour. And um, So you, you wouldn't know, refuse, think, Paddy, you wouldn't refuse any no ex-Defence Force member? No, absolutely. And are there, are there rules to say that it's up to each priest or are there, you know, set guidelines about who can have well, the tricolour I mean, you at know, their funeral? I, I would say the, the greatest rule that anybody would adhere to in pastoral ministry when it comes to loss and not deviating, but thinking of the huge loss in Clonmel this morning, people gathering there, uh, that the greatest rule is you reach out with a pastoral sensitivity, with kindness and compassion. We follow the example of Pope Francis in his words in Portugal, where he just kept saying, everybody, 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 we must confer dignity, we must reach out with compassion, and we must embrace wherever we are. And that's not just the Catholic Church, that's of all religions and no religion. But I think this idea of you know, being comfortable to attend a death in a funeral home and not to welcome the mortal remains of the deceased because of a national flag in which he gave 14 year or 14 active services, seven years of his life. To me, it's absurd. And I'm sorry for Tommy. And I hear his frustration. And I do hope, I think the vast, vast, vast majority of clergy will be informed 
by that pastoral theology and it's terrible to hear yeah. a man so upset well, Tommy, this morning you, around that. I know you're still looking for clarity, you know, as to why it couldn't happen and didn't happen in Monaghan last week and you're, you're looking for more information about that. But for you and yeah. many of the other, you know, ex-Defence Force members who would have served with Dennis and even the overseas trips over yeah. the years, like it's it's upsetting for... It's upsetting for you guys, you know, to see that he didn't get yeah, the special but, request he wanted. Yeah, but the only thing I have to say is that there's only one Oglin I hear him. One. One only. Please. Respect us. We respected everyone we met on the road when we were doing duties along the border. And as that officer said, we spent a lot of time on the ground protecting this state. Give us a chance. Give us back our flag. And let us put our members down with dignity, please. I'm sorry for your loss, Tommy, because I know you're 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 naturally, you know, very very upset about it, and I, I do appreciate you taking the time to chat to us today on the program. A lot of people actually getting in touch about this flags at funerals, and well, really, who's in charge at funerals? Is it the priest or or mourners? And should the tricolour be allowed to be used for deceased veterans? Eighteen hundred four five three one zero six. Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Now we're talking about whether or not you should be allowed to have the Irish national flag draped over your coffin at your funeral mass if you're an ex-member of the Defence Forces. And we're chatting about this today because we were just talking there before the break to Tommy Sheehan. He's an ex-army man and he was telling us about how upset he is that his friend and colleague Dennis Barry wasn't allowed to have the national flag over his coffin at his funeral ceremony last week and he was very upset about it. He's looking for more information and clarity about that. A lot of people getting in touch. 1800 453 106. Shelley Cotter is from the Wives and Partners of the Defence Forces organisation. Shelley, I'm sure the Irish flag carries a lot of meaning and pride for your family. Oh, for every every single serving and veteran family there is in Ireland. The try is what we... Our, our whole families have all served under our men and women. They go abroad. They serve under that. Every uniform they wear, the try is on it and they wear it with pride. I think, you know, it's been, the try has been used in campaigns by the ONE um, as our veterans served under the tricolour and now our veterans that are homeless sleep under a tricolour and they created a tricolour sleeping bag, which was very hard hitting um, and, and raised a lot of conversation like it has done today. I think people need to realise that our men and women, when they do the job they do, it's all under the banner for Ireland. Um, and so when they are buried, and I've been to several military funerals where the tri has been allowed, where the flag has been allowed mm. on the coffin, it brings massive sense of pride um, and a level of respect to the person that's being buried. But on the flip side, I do understand that rules must be respected uh, within each church. But I do believe a better explanation of as to why would serve the families and the friends like Tommy much, much better, certainly while they're grieving. Well, as Tommy said, to the best of his knowledge, that the bishops of Ireland have said that, you know, for ex-Defence Force members, that they can have the national flag draped over their coffin during their funeral. 
So, um, it, I, I, again, we don't know what that church itself um, has had to make decisions on. You know, it's it's. I know we're dealing about one singular at the moment, but we don't know. Um, but what I would say is when you looked at the very sad case of Private Rooney when he came home from the Lebanon when um, he sadly died in the line of duty, public members hung out flags, waved flags, lined the road when he came home, all with the flag as a show of respect. It's synonymous with Mm. our serving. But you can understand... Why Tommy well, and his friends would be upset 100%, about this? Um, my husband has served 32 years. My son is now on his going into his 12th. Um, um, for, for us, it's it's a day day life synonymous part of their work job. And where they've served, they've served abroad. They've done humanitarian work. It's all under the trine. Mm. So, you know, to give them their last bit of dignity as you're going, to me, is an automatic, you know, it's it's something that's for as much for the man that you're respecting or the person yeah. that you're saying goodbye to, but for the families that are standing there that have donated nigh on all their lives too. Mm. Well, you're all part, you're all part of the, you know, the, the Defence Force family. You can't get a serving member without a serving family. John the is job a- they do is terrific. John is on the line as well, Shelley, because John, you were listening to the conversation there a few moments ago and you actually served with Dennis. That's right, Andrea. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about the Dennis you remember. Uh, Andrea, I served for 29 years. I knew uh, I'd be quite young compared to Dennis, but um, I actually served with Dennis in Kosovo. Um, I think what that priest has done to Dennis, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, is an absolute disgrace. But that man gave 40 years of his life to the Irish Defence Forces and to this country. He served for 13 tours overseas. When we joined the Defence Forces, every man and woman swear an oath of allegiance to their country to protect our country from internal and external aggression. And we wear that tricolour on our left arm with pride every day. Every barracks in the country when the flag is hoisted in the morning, it's, a, it's done in a ceremonial way, Andrea. And at sunset, it's taken down in a ceremonial way. And that's to have our coffins draped with a tricolour when we pass away. To me, I think that's our last bit of um, respect we're getting from a country that just to, to show that we actually served our country. And I think it's, I just, I just can't, I cannot accept that priest's um, explanation. And he can go to the funeral home and he can say prayers over Dennis's uh, body, but he will not allow his coffin be brought into a church because it has the national flag on it. And people are trying to say that, well, does it represent terrorist organizations? That, that's a different, as, as Lieutenant Colonel Murphy says, this is all in here and there's only one and every man and woman that joins the Defence Force, even today, they take an oath of allegiance to that, that flag, and we hold that all through our life. I think it's, it's I just, I think it's completely wrong for, for what happened to Dennis. And I say, I know I personally know him, but it's wrong. It's completely wrong. You'd be upset, you know, 
John, to think if if the, something similar or the same happened to, to any of your you know your your own family members or other other former colleagues. Yeah, well, it's my wish, Andrea. Like I said, I spe- I I've served for thirty years. It's my wish that when I pass away, that my my coffin will be draped with the flag. And I think I'm, I think I've earned it. And I think like every other member of, member of the defence forces, men and women, and with other organisations that serve the country, Garda Sheikhana, the fire service, whatever. I mean, it's just a show of respect to that person that they've served their country with dignity. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, I've no, I know some fantastic priests and we've had some fantastic chaplains in Defence Forces but I just do not know where this man is coming from I mean this is completely wrong We've we've contacted we've got on to the the, um, the parish and, and the diocese of Clahar to see because as Tommy said himself a little earlier you know he'd like there to be some well if you want to call it clarity or for there certainly to be a policy, you know, that there's a, a nationwide policy that it shouldn't d- differentiate um, d- depending on what parish or diocese you pass away and that if you're a member of the Defence Forces or an ex-member of the army that, you know, you too should be treated the same as any of your other colleagues in, in other parishes. Yeah. And Andre, just, to, just to, to clarify this, you only get the you only get the honour to have your coffin draped with the tricolour once you have served 21 years in the Defence Forces. You must have served 21 years or more. Okay. Unless, unless if you were killed in service, if you've only got, say, so many years. It's, but, I mean, um, we take people that maybe do 13 or 14 or 15 years and just decide to, to leave and go work somewhere else. They don't uh, get the honour of having... You must have served twenty at least 21 years in Defence Forces. And I think, uh, as Tommy said, their boys friend Dennis and, uh, and Colonel Murphy, and even that father, Paddy Bourne, it's... I mean, he's given a lifetime to it, to the country. And then to have a man, a priest, to stand there and say, you can bring the coffin into the church, but you're not bringing in the tricolour. It's a national flag. He deserves it. Who has, who, who gave him the right to make that decision? Paul is on the line, John, as well. Paul, do you think that ex-Defence Force members should be allowed to have the national flag draped over their coffin at their funeral? Definitely, as that last caller said there, anybody uh, 21 years or more are entitled to have the flag if they wish draped over their over their coffin, or anybody that was killed in, in uh, while in service, turned out had the cof- uh, the flag over the coffin. Uh, I remember, I, I think I heard of an incident down in Chile in Kerry there, similar a couple of years ago, where the the flag had to be taken off at the front door of the church because the police wouldn't allow it in. Uh, and I think after that, it's my recollection that that the bishops or somebody, the head people in the church, um, issued a, a, an instruction that this should never happen again. That, well, that's that should Tommy be allowed said. in, you know. Yeah. yeah. Are you a retired yeah. m- member yourself? Yeah, oh. I served forty-two and a half years did in the okay. forces. Yeah, yeah. did. Yeah. So you can understand uh, why Tommy and I can and totally, yeah. totally. But I, I think in this country, in this country, there is a lack of respect from for the defence forces. Um, you know, throughout society, you know, I think there is a lack of respect. I mean, when you have a when you have a former government minister coming on television, live television, making a skit of the defence forces, I thought it was disgraceful, and not a word about it by anybody. 
What so I thought does, that was disgraceful. What does the what's the significance of the national flag to you, Paul? What does it mean to you? Well, it means everything to me because the day I joined the army, I take an oath of allegiance to the flag, and everywhere I go, that flag is there. And you know, it's respected and by all members of the defence forces. And as your previous caller said, it's it's um, it's raised in the morning and it's taken down at sunset and in a ceremonial fashion. You know, it's not just pulled down like you take clothes of a clothesline. It's not done as a ser- 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 uh, small ceremony that goes with it. And, uh, you know, it's respected, you know. And and can I make a, make a, a similarity? Mm. A couple of years ago, a couple of years ago there, there was three well-known criminals killed in car accidents going up the wrong side of the dual carriageway or the motorway in Dublin. At one of those funerals, there was knives brought up to the altar, there was swords, there was all kinds of stuff brought up to the altar for that. And the priest didn't stop that. Okay, so you think that there should be some kind of rules maybe more about about what can be inside churches or what can actually happen? Um, what sort of emblems, I suppose, should be brought up or should should or shouldn't be allowed within churches? Well, you see... Yeah, that's maybe that's the reason why there are certain rules around it. I don't know. As I said, we've contacted the the diocese um, in question and the the parish as well to see what's the uh, what is the situation in in Monaghan about the tricolour inside funeral churches. Uh, Cormac and Inchicore's text in. He says, "I served with Dennis um, with Dennis Barry on four occasions overseas. He gave the majority of his life in service." Um, for the state. He never missed religious service as far as I can recall and for what transpired during his funeral I thought was a disgrace as Cormac. Another listener I agree was I was in Boston with Dennis and the way that the Boston politicians and veterans um, and the way we were treated was brilliant with utter respect um, I carried out 33 years working for the Defence Forces, eight trips overseas, and I was with Dennis, actually. I worked with him in the 51st Battalion in 1982 as well. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.